Oh, thank God, we got everything together. <laughs> it's all, all right, working. To... Oh, yes, it is all working. Uh, welcome to the variety pond. You probably don't know, but we spent about almost 50 minutes uh, trying to get through some audio technical hiccups that was going on. Uh, and, and the variety pond uh, is the show. Dang it, we had so many audio screw ups that I had to even restart how I was going to begin my monologue. I was going to be like, Hello, welcome to the Variety Pond. And now I'm like, the, the, the Variety Pond, it's it's a show. We're starting <laughs> right now. Um, hi, welcome to the Variety Pond, where we just talk about anything entertainment. It doesn't revolve around anything in general. We got a little bit of film, a little bit of TV, a little bit of gaming. Uh, before I tell you about the topics today, I'm joined by Michael Cross. Michael Cross, hopefully, uh, I... You can say hello so you can tell that we're not... I'm really happy to be here as always, and uh, looks like everything's recording just great on my end. Okay, that is great. That is great. Okay. Now, yeah, so we were going to start this at 1, but the thing is, we just kept on back and forth. We kept on having uh, little technical issues on just trying to hear each other. Just, uh, it was just basically us staring at each other going like, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then uh, my cat was jumping on all over the place, or well, at least on the background. Um, now she's napping, which is good, because I don't need her hyper when I'm doing this. Anyway. We sound no, like I love a my Verizon cat. commercial. Yeah, can, you this is, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh my gosh. I can hear you now. I can hear you. Yeah, uh, oh man, that reminded me of that one robot chicken uh, skit. Okay, well anyway, I'm not going to go on talk, uh, topic on that, because uh, what we have on the show today is we're going to be building with Legos. We're going to be, well, we're going to become Lego Masters. At least talk about the Lego Masters TV show that aired on Fox. Uh, the first four episodes, or at least just general opinions, impressions, or whatnot, and uh, all that good stuff. It's a little show that was in the UK and the uh, the uh, uh, I think Australia, and now it's here in the US for how many seasons? I don't know, but we'll talk about that, our thoughts and all that. Uh, and then you're gonna talk about because you wanted to be uh, you wanted to talk about Ford versus Ferrari. We didn't get around to it. Now we will because you just saw it multiple times. So. It's a little, uh, little uh, love fest for uh, for Ford, Ford versus Ferrari, Ford Riari, Ford versus Ferrari, and you got it. yes, I, I got it. It's, that's the thing is this whole thing of trying to get things set up is just screwed everything up. Luckily, I have my notes with me, so I know exactly what I'm doing, uh, somewhat. But anyway. So that's what we have on the show. We were going to add uh, Parasite, but the fact we spend so long just trying to get this ready, we're just going to focus on those two things. And yada yada. So, Which is good, because I was going to have to admit to you, I haven't had the chance to watch Parasite yet. So, Okay. I've been really busy this week, and that's because it's subtitled. I have to pay complete attention to it. So I couldn't just kind of have it on in the background. You know, I totally get it. I mean... I, I enjoy foreign films. I don't mind them being subtitles uh, or anything, but I get that because I'm also nearsighted. So if I don't have my glasses on, I have to like just be right up to the TV. 
But I'll I'll save that for probably next week because Cody because I'll have a, and I'll talk about the schedule in a second. But I'll have a Cody and uh, and uh, a Justin on for next week. We'll talk about onward and all that. But I'll add in Parasite because Cody's been telling me to go see watch Parasite, and I, I finally did. So we'll do that. But yep. anyway. That this is that's what we'll have on the menu, um, and uh, before we get on to it, I actually there there are some things I want to announce and uh, address, but this has been a podcast that I've just started. It's not even a year old yet, and I mean this I've kind of had quite a grow from just learning how to even just work work things together until I mean still learning. I mean heck, we had the big technical issue a second ago but to now being able to have a format and i think it's great because now i'm starting to get more viewers uh, occasionally when i upload a podcast i'll maybe get a few views maybe not but that last uh, episode i released it actually it started to uh grow some more and Fantastic. i think yeah the, the fact that this is starting to pick up even if it's not a lot the fact that there are people who are starting to uh, notice it. I think is really cool. So, and now I'm able to have a weekly schedule where I'm going to be putting or recording and then uploading every week, and that is really great. So I can focus more on this. And uh, I, I have mentioned a couple things. I mean, I'm always improving. I know if someone were to listen to this or listen to my past uh, recordings and say, you know what, your podcast suck. I'd be like, okay, I, I get it. I'm not that great. But I'm always, I'm doing this because I really enjoy it. And I'm always looking to improve my craft. Uh, so, like, anybody who even has constructive feedback, like, even at the end of the year I did. And that that's how I have this format where multiple people are there recording and we're combining things together but i'm always learning and i think that i'm just really happy that that the way things are progressing and just that i'm continuing to have fun with now even more people instead of where i started which i was just recording podcasts all by myself uh so now i get to have co-hosts at least uh every week uh, and we got, of course, Michael here for the Variety Pond. The other show that's been more consistent is the uh, movie show, uh, strictly about movies, called The Pond Theater. And for a while, that's been just me. But then I started picking up with Zaki Hassan and then Justin com uh, coming in and Cody uh, and House. So... Now I have this format where it's either with you or with Cody, House, and Justin, uh, Durrell, and uh, it's uh, really great that you know I can flip flop between these two and keep things consistent. But I mean, I'm always I'm not not closed off to di uh, a uh, diverse cast, and I think I've. Uh, told people about this before but i'm always looking for diversity in my podcast and it's not not saying there's anything wrong with uh yeah michael here or uh justin or uh cody or Z uh, i mean i'm i'm here with michael until well actually until possibly forever i mean i, I could see us doing a podcast like 40 years in the future 
I don't think I'll be alive 40 years in the future. It would make me 101, but we'll see. I th I'm here with <laughs> yeah. Michael Cross's grave, and yeah. we're here on the... The audio's the... working fine, but I'm having a problem with my oxygen tank. Hold on. Okay. No, no, it's a grave. You can't talk. But I guess I can <laughs> Oh, hey, what are you doing here? Like oh, crap! This would be the variety ghost pod. Oh, yeah. No. Ooh. How about that Fast and Furious 20? Or 25? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, if and then I'm being forced to watch Fast and Furious 25, I went to the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, security would be like, Hey, what are you doing? Get out of there! Oh, crap! Don't forget to follow! Oh, <laughs> now, uh, of course, you can't see this, folks, but I, I'm watching his video, and he just jumped up and ran to his door, and he's coming back now. It, it was a wonderful thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, just a reenactment there, and also I just woke up my cat. Like, what the... <laughs> okay, hopefully she doesn't jump around. Uh, anyway, so... Yeah, but I mean, I, I most of my friends, they've a lot of my friends, they're kind of uh, diverse backgrounds. There, I mean, not, just not by race, but also gender and uh, sexuality. And I just, you know, I love uh, yeah. Diversity is a great idea because you get different opinions and you get different insights onto things when you get people from a wide variety of uh, whether it's race, gender, whatever because we all see the world just a little bit differently and even us both being white males see the world just a little bit differently so that makes for a really nice inclusive podcast that everyone can listen to and go ah i relate to that yeah i mean the only problem uh, at the moment is this i haven't gotten anybody uh like i mean again this podcast being young i get i haven't i haven't heard from anybody uh interested in joining on a future show except uh, I'll be happy to say that we'll, I'm pretty much going to be starting this mission all over uh, back again. Because I actually, before I did have Zaki Hassan, he is uh, a Middle Eastern uh, ethnicity. Okay, I can't even pronounce that right. Ethnicity. Yeah. But, um, and then we have uh, Joy, who is from. Uh, the Netherlands, uh, and but she's also female. But I mean, they they're not always going to be available because they've got a lot of things going on, and that, that is fine. So I'm always happy when they're available. But I also got to look at uh, who else I could bring on. And luckily, starting um, the end of this, uh, the end of next month, I think, and yeah, the last week of March. Uh, I could, will be doing the. I will actually I have to figure that out because that's also fan expo. But whatever, I'll plan plan things out as we go. But uh, my uh, one of my friends from uh, high school and from church, uh, and she goes by Lauren Snyder. She'll be joining for the variety pond at the end of March, and hopefully you as well, unless you're doing something that weekend. But That'll be really exciting. So I sounds get to... great. I got to meet her at the uh, Queen of Snakes screening. Oh yes, I brought weekend. her to that. Yeah. She was she was wonderful. Really enjoyed meeting her. Yes, uh, that was her first experience, and I, I was kind of nervous because she looked around like, "What the heck is going on here?" And I, as I, I took a selfie with uh, 
uh, Michael Ryan and uh, and uh, Robert, Robert and, and he, she was like, "Can we go inside?" I'm like, "All right." Uh, no, no, she's she's amazing. But I, I was like, "Yeah, I was a little nervous, but the fact she had fun that was great." So, so um, she did enjoy it and had a no. Great she time. did no. She did. She didn't. She didn't uh, hit me with the shoe yet. Uh, well, no, I'm good. kidding. That that's not what she does. Okay. And I, I gave her a Queen of Snakes pin, so. Oh, she okay. Happy cool. with that. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, yeah. So the yeah, actually earlier, uh, I think it was last week we did uh, Queen of Snakes, which uh, it was a uh, Christopher Mem. We did a little movie watch party and uh, just bringing people together to like a non-profit organization that is uh, no longer on Amazon. So it's, <laughs> uh, that is unfortunate, but you, again, his website is there. So there's at least that. Um, now, I mean, Christopher yeah, right. is not non-profit. He's trying to make some money there. There's no okay. about that. Okay. But uh, yeah, just so you know, but yeah, Amazon did pull one of the movies. Uh, when they drop as all a certain rating or they're not being watched enough, Amazon will pull them and they won't let them go back up again. So if, Anyone listening out there is a fan of the Mimverse. Go on Amazon, watch one of his movies, give it a nice rating, and we can make sure they stay available for everybody. Well, I'll actually tell you this: if you're into like uh, '60s or '50s like monster f- flicks, or at least films that look like they're from that era, then hey, you know what? Yeah, I think you'll have fun with that. Uh, yeah, because for a second I was like, it is that is just something where like Christopher Mim's uh, movies are look uh, like. Yeah, this is this doesn't meet our quality standards, but yeah, you could go watch Laquisha, and I, that's a that's a that's a movie about a, a white guy like disguising as a, a black woman on a live radio show, and that's uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but well, the, the thing is, is that's what happens is that yeah. people you know pick up a, a mim film on Amazon and they watch it, but it's not what they're into. They don't like that style and they give it a bad review and it's like you just it's not your cup of tea you don't need to leave a bad review because you don't like it um i mean well, you know the horrible review just give it an average three and we'll be fine well i mean if you have any feedback to give then that, that's fine like if you really if you're just saying like this is if you're not being um like even in my negative reviews, I always try to give like, okay, this is what I think worked. This is what I think didn't. And you could kind of, and they could be like, you know, we'll take this into account, or we'll say like, you know, screw you, we liked what we did, and that would be like, hey, that's fine. Like, yeah, the thing I, is that these yeah. are B movies. They are not yeah. meant to be, you know, fantastic quality special effects laden opuses. They are B movies made on a very very limited budget, and if you like that sort of craft these are perfect for you but not everybody does yeah yeah actually the only reason like i would even play devil's advocate for amazon's decision is if they looked at because you know netflix is getting uh, academy awards now with uh their films so maybe amazon's like you know what we need an award too let's we need only t-. and I, I thought that's what they were going for but then i realized like no, the murder of Nicole Simpson is also on Amazon Prime, so I, I guess not. But oh well, that I mean that is a shame. But hey, you know what? I'll I'll actually uh, put the link to uh, Chris Remem's website uh, one more time on the uh, description of this uh, 
uploads. So that's just a little thing we just had to update on uh, something we talked about last time. So Fantastic. and of course we have a podcast coming up for Alcon, which Christopher okay. will also be at, and we'll be doing a screening of House of Ghosts on Saturday night at eleven. And yeah. that's going to be big, big fun. Okay, yeah, that'll be there this whole weekend, and we'll be talking about, uh, oh yes, we'll be talking about the uh, Elvira movie, exactly. and uh, Crazy Stories at Elcon, so that'll be fun. That's a, a next time with uh, Michael, but of course, this is this time that we gotta focus on, so let's get right into it, and that's starting with Lego Masters, which, I mean, actually, before I even talk about Lego Masters, this is a kind of a very... Serious subject, because you know what's going on in the news, and, uh, you know, there's sickness going on, and, uh, the, the poor children, they are, they are, uh, starving, they are dying of boredom, and the lack of reality television shows about Legos, this, this is very, no, this is very, this is very serious, don't laugh. I realize this, the, the, yes, yes. And, hey, you know what? Actually, I should say, it's not just kids, because adults also play with Legos. So, okay, let's say this person. They are just at home stacking one red brick after another, looking up to their television. Like, you know, if only there was a show that could teach me how to become a Lego master. And Will Arnett, he responded to those cries and was like, you know what? I got you. I'm going to travel across the land on my voyage, sending out invitations to the best of the best. Or kidnapping him. Well, you know. <laughs> no, no. They, he didn't kidnap. That, 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 would, yes. that would be weird. I mean, he... Or, All contestants on Lego Masters are actually kidnapped and forced to build Legos. <laughs> no, well, or it could be like... He could just open the door to one of the, or uh, knock on the door and on um, one of the contestants. It was like, uh, "Hey, what can I do for you? You're here to become. Are you ready to become a Lego master? No, actually, I was just gonna pick up my Amazon package." And, <laughs> <laughs> and off they go to the studio. Where am I? You're in Lego Masters. <gasps> Let's check. <laughs> let's check out the. Let's check out the trailer already. Uh, yeah, uh, I saw the first four episodes. Michael Cross, did you watch any of it or no? I watched the first two completely, and then I skipped and watched the end of the fourth one just to see if our friend Crystal was still in there, and she was in trouble, but she made it through. Okay, actually, we'll we'll talk about all that. Uh, I'm going to play the trailer for you all, and then we'll come back and talk about the show. Get ready for the greatest competition ever built. You've been chosen because you're the best of the best. And I've been chosen because I'm Batman. Your next challenge is Dream Park Theme Park. We're about to bring something you've never seen before. No, 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 no. No! Wow. Holy brick. Lego Masters, a new series being built February 5th on Fox. And we're back. I pretended to play trailer, so uh, Michael probably is hearing. It pro- I mean, <laughs> I edited the trailer in this because uh, I want to keep things moving. Because you know, I already had. I don't have to beat the bush of what happened at the beginning of this. So, 
Uh, I mean, you heard the trailer. Michael was just staring at me like, what's going on? But now we can go into LEGO Masters. But I think it is important to first know the perspectives going on. Because I don't keep up with a lot of TV. And especially not a lot of reality TV. isn't like, man, I, I just hate TV. It's just that... A lot of my content has just been sitting around film and gaming, I, you know, getting review copies and uh, press invites to things revolving around those scenes. I mean, it's just, it, you, it is so much for one person to just keep up with, and that, that, that's, I try to keep up with TV. I mean, I have, I have uh, Disney Plus, I have uh, Am- or Apple TV, it just, you know, it, it's hard. I'm, and especially national TV, I don't really watch national television. I know it's on Hulu and Amazon Prime. I don't have either of those. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't keep up with uh, national TV. Uh, and maybe even TV in general. Um, I also... I have... I do have a fondness for Legos, but... Because here's the thing, I grew up with Legos and just loving uh, all the sets. Even like a lot of the '90s sets, there was Lego Rock Raiders and uh, uh, Johnny Thunder, all that, th- all that great stuff. Uh, and then there was a time where, when we were moving, we were had we were told we got to get rid of everything that we weren't currently playing with, and then uh, all the Legos were gone, and I just didn't really go back to that. I just kind of focused on, well, gaming and film, and enjoyed Legos through those scenes. I mean, you... Or what? I had Legos as a kid. Yeah. But, you know, when I was a kid, we just had the blocks. That's all there was. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, all this, the, the figures and the motors and the... It's, it's amazing what they've done with it, but that was never part of my experience playing with Legos. It was getting them stuck together and you couldn't get them apart. Until you broke a tooth trying to do that. Oh yeah, actually, I did see a short documentary of the the history of the Lego company. It was it's like an animated short you can find on YouTube, I think. And they did talk about the origins of like how Lego started, and even like how it started with wooden bri- uh, bricks before we got onto. Uh, Legos that could uh, attach together. So I I, I do remember that. Uh, I don't think that was part of my childhood, but I do remember that. I mean, I was all with the 90s Lego sets. But anyway, just... I used to play with Legos, but for the most part, I just uh, didn't because, well, you go on Amazon, they are freaking expensive to get. Like, all these these sets are... I, I mean, some of them are, like, around $400, I'm sure there's some that are cheaper than that, but the other thing is just living out here in the middle of nowhere and just being a little distant from my friends. Uh, Legos, I've always enjoyed Legos when I was with someone, and not necessarily as much by myself. And there have been things, you know, from time uh, leading up to now, where you could that you can enjoy without other people and just build your own creations. I mean. I'm, I'll actually plug in something in a little bit, but you user-generated content in games, that's just been my uh, own way to be able to express uh, my creativity without having to need like someone over to hang out with. Um, but, 
I'll say that because we mentioned uh, someone earlier here. I mean, that that's how I'll say. I guess both of us, uh, either of us, have uh, or know about this show. And that was with uh, uh, a, a really great friend of mine and a friend of uh, Michael's, and that is Crystal Star. In fact, actually, the first I heard about this show was, uh, and that was the last time I was hanging with Crystal. I was at her house, and uh, we were just building. We were building things. I was actually getting into back into Legos uh, from both Crystal and my niece Kennedy. Because, uh, again, I haven't touched Legos in years, so uh, we, we were over, I mean, it was hanging out with her and, and uh, another guy and uh, watching, uh, well, it was, uh, it was something on Netflix, it was, dang it, what was that show? I, okay, I wrote a review for it, why, why did I forget that? No, I talked about it, dang it, I, I don't even remember now, it was just, it was a show, a stop motion show on Netflix, but, anyway we were watching that and uh then uh she was uh we were talking about something and then uh she was like yeah you know what i am actually going off to uh do or to participate in this or to compete in this uh competitive in the competitive scene uh for legos and there's uh i'm getting a but i'm getting a, uh someone to uh join me to on uh this uh on this uh uh, tournament to win an ultimate grand prize because they were looking for two people in the uh, Texas area to represent Dallas for this uh, national uh, competition. And uh, I think it was called Lego Masters or it was called something else. But anyway, it was just a thing we talked about for a bit while we were just hanging out. And... Uh, I was, I mean, uh, I as I cheer all my great friends on, I also, uh, I, I thought she would do great on uh, this show. And it turns out uh, that show is the second highest reviewed show. Uh, and the, the person she got to uh, be her, her uh, teammate was uh, Amy. So you got Crystal and Amy of Team Unicorn, one of ten teams. Count them ten times ten. No, ten times two equals twenty. So twenty people. Oh my gosh! I don't know why I'm crazy about that, but twenty people—that is really crazy. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I, I went first on. heard about it when all of a sudden I'm on Facebook and I see everyone is going watching Lego Masters, watching Lego Masters, watching. And I mean, why is everyone posting this? Then I saw, oh, Crystal, she's. She's one of the contestants on the show. Well, how great. I need to watch this. And oh, okay. It's just great to see her on screen. Yeah, yeah. So, that that's... Uh, yeah, that... Um, I did see... So, yeah, it did manage to become the uh, first... Or actually, the second highest of the show. I mean, or at least the, the premiere season. Or the premiere episode. Now viewership has gone down i mean i, I looked at uh from episode four it has gone down to uh which i mean that that's fine it's still on a pretty good if they were going to do a season two that it's still on a pretty good note and that's like i think 2.9 uh, million viewers which i don't know what the budget is for the show so i'm assuming that's great but i i think shows have been able to if they were to do a second season of this i think shows would be able to get by if it achieves 
over 1 million, uh, which it, it has, uh, thankfully. Because I am really happy that this show exists. And I'll get into writing the positives here. Because, uh, no, I going into this, I also had to kind of black Crystal out. Because she's only a contestant here. She's not the producer. She didn't, like, uh, you know, make the show. Uh, she is a contestant that you will probably see uh, in some episodes and uh, a lot of minutes, some episodes and not a lot of it. Because, uh, you, you know, you're cycling through uh, a lot of teams. Uh, so, the main characters, or the main cast, is actually Will Arnett as the producer. And then you have the two contestants, who is Amy Corbett and James Jamie uh, Ber- Bernard. The two judges. Yeah, the two judges. They are uh, actually people who worked on Lego builds, so they're the two ones... Uh, going around and uh judging the two uh or i mean judging each of the teams so uh, i mean you have all that going on and then there's uh well or not he's the host so uh and uh i i don't know if he wrote the script or at what but he's the executive producer and what i what i think is really cool about will arnett as the executive producer is that you know Will Arnett? He's he's Lego Batman. He's also BoJack Horseman, and exactly. the vo- yeah, and the voice you hear in the peanut butter commercials, the peanut butter Reese's. <laughs> I, <laughs> when you eat Reese's for dessert, is it over too fast? Well, then chill your Reese's. You'll eat it slower. I wouldn't know. I swallow mine whole, like a duck. Not sorry, Reese's. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, uh, I, I. You know what? I like Reese's peanut butter, so th- it's nothing against that. I was like, you know, what? I think that's important information. He was also the voice you hear in Reese's peanut butter cups or the Reese's commercial. Sorry, not sorry. That catchphrase, you know. And exactly. <laughs> Michael's like, I, I don't eat Reese's peanut butter. Why is this important? I um, certainly, I certainly do. I love a Reese's. Peanut okay, butter. okay, that's good. You know that'd be funny. That'd be a really weird twist if uh, we get to the the last episode, uh, episode eight, and it turns out that the the because the goal of this is well, you know, they're going to compete. Ten teams competing for ten million dollars. Uh, again, people with the best bricks uh, or best <laughs> best bricks. I, I think mean, it's a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, ten million would be a lot. Okay, well, a hundred thousand then, hundred thousand uh, dollars for the best builders, and uh, each episode is, is a challenge. They have to uh, they have to make it through, uh, or at least they have to make it through, but prefer- or uh, uh, preferably be the top tier, uh, the top two of each round, uh, just to kind of ensure that they don't get eliminated. Because after the first episode, well. The last place uh, team has to go home, so shrinking the numbers down uh, all the way to, I'm I'm assuming two or three teams by the last episode. But say the whoever the team is who won wins, they they go to the money and the money is gone. Instead, it's replaced by a lot of Reese's peanut butter <laughs> cups and. And they're like, Will, where, what did you do with the money? Um, 
Well, I didn't buy it on crack, if that's what you're asking. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> that would be that would be a crazy twist. Yeah, I would be like... actually get $100,000. Oh, my gosh. Cups. Oh, yes. I would be like, oh, my gosh. This is... Holy crap. I did not see this coming. This would be the biggest twist in entertainment history if they... But, but I mean, I, I wouldn't really want that because that that'll also be kind of mean to the people who worked hard on those Lego builds. Uh, not, not again. Hey, you might have Reese's. Hey, you know, Reese's great. I have, I have nothing against you, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. But anyway, and I like that Will Arnett, uh, as the guest, uh, no, the, not the guest, the producer, he's able to come in and create all these different challenges that are really creative. I mean, I, like, like, the first one was just okay. We're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, build a little theme park, and then the next episode we're gonna explode thing. Uh, it sets uh, create a big explosion. Then the third episode, well, we're gonna tear uh, take things apart, so you're gonna have to build the other half, but just get creative. And I was like, okay, so you're coming up with all these really neat ideas to build uh, some extravagant designs and. It is nice seeing the end result of all of the uh, builders' uh, uh, creations, and yeah, I know the judges—they're gonna come in and be like, "You know what? This not impressed with this one. This—they could have worked on a little bit more." Because the real goal is, you know, you got to be simple and tell your story, make it be as big as you possibly can within the given time, which. Uh, I mean, you could say 11 hours is, well, that's a lot of time until you kind of realize that, well, building Legos and coming up with, or actually building all those uh, designs that they do, it isn't that straightforward. Uh, I mean, unless you're as skilled as these teams are, which, I mean, we're going to lose. If we, if uh, Michael and I were to just be in a team, we'd be the first ones to go. <laughs> we, we, oh, oh, absolutely yeah no doubt about it it's like what is it it's it's a block no it, it no we would because that's the thing is when i was over at crystal's house uh i i was like you know what i should probably start with a a, a set uh and, and and like uh and i i went with the ninjago and for some reason and i was doing fine it's just that for some reason i was the, the the box was missing a couple pieces so I did instead of you know moving forward I was like okay where's that where's that piece I was, I was just kind of stuck there for a bit and oh absolutely no that, doubt about yeah. it uh, Chase I have to take a break for a second I need to use the restroom okay go ahead this so late so I'll be go right ahead back. go ahead okay I'm back thank you okay. so, so much yeah so but yeah we just had to cut uh, some audio up here because Michael had to go to the restroom. He had to build his way to the bathroom. Or I, I don't know where I was going with that. That's That was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not a... I don't have a, any uh, creative juice in me. It's just that uh, with Legos, it's just something that I'm kind of getting back in the swing of it, but just... It's something I, I enjoy doing when I'm just with friends. Again, I mean, the only two people that I know of who are uh, real big into Legos right now is uh, Crystal and then, you know, my niece. 
uh, when you know, she's over, I love playing uh, the Duplass with her, and uh, especially now with the nephew, just seeing those two just wrestle each other with a uh, <laughs> try to make a house. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, it's 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 a love wrestle. It's 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 like WWE, but step except not as painful. Or I I don't know. I haven't been to WWE or done any of that, but. Yeah, so what I was going to say is that I mean these are these are clearly experts at uh, going or getting around the uh, the very dense and complex Lego builds, and they uh, I mean they later kind of make things out of tentacles and they try to use what resources they got to just build something really extravagant uh as i the engineering said. in some of these is just unbelievable yeah the uh, engineering the, holy the crap ferris wheel in that first episode was like wow how incredible is that um i wouldn't even know where to start yeah especially the second episode where we got some like really uh, crazy models like there was one with a a uh, tentacle monster being a, a, like a battery bomb being dropped on that and that looked that looked really cool Yes, it did. Uh, and it looked great when they blew it up, too. Oh, yes, when they did that, that slow motion blew up, or blowing up. But, yeah, just seeing all that. And then, also, I just find it admirable that this is one of the nicest reality shows I've ever seen. Well, I mean, I again, I haven't seen a lot of reality TV, a lot of... Uh, TV shows in general, but I'll say the last reality show I've seen, and this is going to sound weird because my reaction, and I always saw like a, a scene of it, but my reaction of it was like, what the heck? And okay, so it's a show called Big Brother, and there was a scene where uh, I don't even know if it was a like a cross-dressing person, but it was it was someone dressed as a well how do you put it a sex worker and given going in this couch and giving everybody a lap dance and then you know in reality tv you have those like little interviews where they go like oh what so and so i thought about this and they were debating on whether or not it was attractive and i was like what is this and then uh they eventually went to next time on big brother and yeah, it's a real show on TV. Um, I mean, of course, my parents watch Survivor and uh, Bachelorette. Those are also reality shows. And uh, Biggest Loser. Those are, like, well-known and popular reality shows. Just that I don't... I, I, don't, I haven't just really sat down to fully watch a reality show. I, I don't know why, but... I'm not a fan of the reality show either. Um, and... This show has everything about it that I don't like about reality shows. The, okay, here we go, show you this dramatic setup. We're right here, ready to find out what's going to happen. And oh, yeah. We're going to break. Okay, and then we're going to come back and show you everything you just saw all over again before we move on. And it's like, this show could be a half hour long if you didn't keep showing us the same stuff again. Um, and it's just... It's all set in the the cut reaction shots, which I'm sure these aren't actually the live time reactions you're editing together. It isn't really reality. Now, that said, I have enjoyed watching this show quite a bit. 
And a big part of that is I know somebody who's a contestant. That does, you know, huge amounts for me liking it, but it's just the whole format is not my cup of tea. And I know some people absolutely love it and more power to them, but not my genre I like to watch. Yeah, actually, I, I don't want to get into the negative just yet because I, I want to be like, I mean, the the fact that, you know, you have a friend that is in there. I, I do too and i've i've known crystal since i I think 2016 or 2017 i was at some con or somewhere but i've known her for quite some time or quite a while and she's just been a very endearing friend to me and uh, i think probably the one thing that affected me the most out of seeing all the four of these episodes just i i don't like favoring friends uh, I, I don't, but I, she is a really incredible human being for even... And just even that that was on live television, that she was going to... Or wanting to build her uh, special needs classroom. Uh, she uh, teaches a comic book class in the... Uh, uh, what was it? My Possibilities? And I, I was... Yeah, I was just really... I choked up a bit because it was just it was really sp- now I, I get why they thought that it wouldn't work for you know a story that you had to be able to explain but I mean you have to be able to show without explaining but man if that was still built in some side project and I, I actually I actually messaged her about that um but yeah it's I mean she is she is an amazing friend and uh, I mean, I don't know what else I could say about that, but just... It's just great to see her on screen. She she lights up the screen with that smile of hers every time she's on. And, you know, I just have to say, I would not have watched the show if I had, she had not been on it. Yeah, um... I, I mean, I... Uh, yeah, uh... That, that's, a, that's a thing. You, the, why I had to kind of uh, try to, you know, not, not put her in, because, like... I have to kind of be able to put that perspective like, okay, yeah, what if she wasn't casted in this when I watch this? Um, and this is where... And I, I don't want to... Because the reason why I'm kind of hesitant on this is that because, as I, as I said before, this is uh, one of the nicest reality shows I've seen as far as, like, Everybody really likes each other. Like, nobody wants people to actually go home. Like, there was an episode where this two-team went home, and one of the competitors, they were crying. Like, they were kind of emotionally shook by it. Like, in other reality shows, it'd be like, yes, they're gone. Now it's one step closer to victory. But, no, they kind of were torn apart of... Uh, it, there is a nice sort of camaraderie going on there. There's a little bit of uh, uh, trash talk here and there, but oh, yes. for the most part, yeah, they are really working, and they seem to care about each other and what what they have to say. Yeah, and gosh, I, now here's why. Here's why. Turn on. Oh no, here we go. Because. 
as much as uh, you know, Crystal is near and dear to me as a friend, and there are some definitely things I really like about the show. Like you, I just couldn't get into the show, and I'm I'm okay with that. But it's also like I I wish I really loved it, but it, it, and like you, it has the things where. I'm not crazy about in uh, reality TV. And the other thing I probably want to add is that I... Now, that that part between those uh, it, it, those uh, two just feeling emotionable... Emotion, emotionable. I mean, uh, emotional struct and just uh, kind of unhappy about other people leaving and other... Or just even the other way around when you see people in the crowd they're like excited when uh other people won so and you can tell that they got time to spend time with each other outside of the show which is a problem i have with the show is that i don't have enough of these contestants where i really felt emotionally vested in them and outside of Crystal, of course, so that was from, you know, knowing her for so long. But the, the other... I, I agree with you completely, but I have to say I really like the beard guys. Oh, yes. I will say the beard guy, or the beard bros, I'll, I'll call them. Because there was... So there was the... I mean, well, probably one of the things I... Going back to one of the things I did like is that... Uh, there was a there was a diverse cast as far as who the contestants were, and because one of the I, I don't remember which uh, team it was. One of the teams said, "You know, we wanted to uh, compete because we want to change the status quo of uh, you know, ladies can build too or uh, or whatnot." And I look around the room and I'm like, "Oh, there there's gay couples, there's uh, uh, Hispanics, there's uh, you know." black people competing too there's i mean yeah you beyond the straight white male but i mean they exist we exist so i mean they're gonna be there but also and i i'm not saying i have a problem with that i don't but uh there i mean in just as much there's all the there's these uh there's these diverse groups uh and and not just Which goes to show legos are for everybody yeah no matter who you are which yeah, I've I've seen some reviews saying, yo, why are these? Why do we have adults building or playing with Legos, not kids, on the show? Uh, because in the UK, in the Australian version, it was kids competing, or at least it was the UK version. But and I was like, no, I mean, yeah, okay, if you go to the box, it says ages eight to fourteen, but I think there is a lot you can take out of Lego for some adults enjoy just that me personally i just prefer doing just like tabletop games i prefer just doing it with other people and i mean that also comes to my preference is that i enjoy lego the most i enjoy playing with legos more than just watching other people play with legos uh and that's just kind of a personal preference of mine same with you know, my number one hobby, gaming, I don't really keep, I don't really watch any of the tournaments or the esports. Instead, I would catch them at a convention and just see how much fun the crowd is having. I would just be really happy about that. But, you know, I would go on to the things that would matter to me more. I think the only thing that I sit down for, either watching my friends 
play video games or I mean if it's a single player game or uh, any sort of like taking turns party game or say this it's a uh, a uh, speed run and I'm I'm there in person and just watching uh, watching someone play a game that I've played before and just seeing them pull all these tricks that I'm like how did he do that and it's just really impressive to see but for the most part yeah I'm not a very competitive person myself so uh I I mean I I get uh where I mean that there is a competitive scene for uh Lego builders and I I'm I was fascinated to learn that that there was uh, and but it's not something I would invest in myself and so a lot of the reasons why this show isn't my cup of tea is just because it's not the type of like TV entertainment that I watch um and then there was also the fact that this show is doing so much in such a uh you know in, in a half hour uh I mean again you got a competition for a hundred thousand dollars so there's that two people building or teams of two building you have those teams of course uh which you have to cycle through multiple in a uh, half hour and I, I, it runs an hour doesn't it no it actually runs a half hour the the rest of it is commercials it runs like around 30 minutes i think it ends up running about 40 minutes okay so 30 or 40 minutes yeah. but it, it is definitely not an hour long but uh, right. which is all hour shows that have commercials yes yeah so it's uh yeah it's going through that and then it's also a comedy because you got will or he's coming in he's cracking jokes and like there are times when uh uh you know we're, we're cutting away from the teens and we're just focusing on the judges and the uh uh producer and they're just they're going there for a punchline or they're talking about what the, the competition's being heated and i don't know if you laughed at the jokes but i didn't i find will arnett funny in small doses um it's some of the jokes are very corny and such like that but it's exactly what he's set up to do he's doing what he wants to but again it's it's not my cup of tea as far as tv but i have enjoyed watching it and the bills have just been amazing that's the thing to put this stuff together is just incredible that's the thing is if nothing else the thing that i really like again just the diversity the 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 kindness uh i mean unless there's a future episode where uh i mean i I just had this random thought in my head because if this was rated r instead of or not r tvma instead of pg i mean all those you know those adults they would be dropping f-bombs left and right if it weren't for the rating uh I, I'm kidding. They they probably they they're probably not, or maybe they will. I don't know. Uh, but um, it, I I it would be funny if like we just had a a or a a challenge, and then there would be a builder. He would come in and go, um, or no, he would he would uh, get mad at another uh, competitor, and he he would just spend all this time just building a middle finger to the competitor, <laughs> and then the judges are like, "So what's your?" Build. Well, Steve here, he really ticked me off when he called me a punk. So I really wanted to teach him a lesson. And that's why I built this big middle finger. Who's 
the minifig in front? Oh, that's Steve. And who's the minifigure behind? Oh, that's me. You know, that'd be funny if that that build was the one who won the, the competition. And the winner is... Um, James. Yeah, screw you, Steve. Uh, well, you know what? The, the build, it, it tells itself. So what? <laughs> but, um... But then again, as part of reality TV, the way they play it, um, the teams that you see the most of are the ones that are fighting with each other, not getting along. Like, I feel like you don't understand Lego. Yeah. And they show you lots of that because it's drama. And you don't see enough of the teams building that get along great and are doing a wonderful job and they just put their stuff together and it comes out wonderful. Um, you, You get more of the fights. And it's like, well, why not show us, you know, people who are doing this amazing stuff and not fighting because like that isn't drama and that isn't interesting well let's because it's trying the part of it is like trying to be a feel good and that's where you had these uh or i mean again i don't really know much of each of these uh competitors of course and except for crystal but the 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 competitors like uh you know there's there's I mean, yeah, you got Team Girl Power, you got uh, Team Beard Bros, who are also dads, you know, doing things for their kids, and I think that was sweet. But I didn't—I don't know too much about them or the the Beard Bros outside of that. Um, and then uh, I think one of them teaches, but yeah, that's the thing is, I felt like there was so much more of these people that they're just not seeing. And I guess going by the other reality shows, they had. I mean, I, I'm not sure if this would even work because, again, this is a kids' show, and I mean, it's a show for the Lego fan community, and it's a show for kids, and that's why they have all this humor that didn't work for me, uh, and also the fact that they just gotta keep moving. That's why, hey, you know what? We gotta we gotta build, build, build. You know, you don't know these people, we'll follow them on social media, and that's how you'll find out. I'm like. Well, I mean, I don't live in any of these states, so unless if I do wound up getting in contact with one of them, and I don't know if I will remember them, because uh, four episodes in, I just have to realize that yeah, this show is just not for me, and that's fine because there are people who absolutely love this show, and that is, and you know what, there are people who absolutely hate this show. I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, and there was a forty-three percent on user score. Which that's not everybody who's seen the show, by the way. So don't look, don't look that in as like the definitive. I mean, I'm, but what I'm trying to get to is that it's a show that knows who its who's its fan base is, and is just kind of playing up to that. And that's why, because uh, that's why we have uh, you know side uh, in addition to the commie and all that we also have uh, the Lego YouTube channel that they advertise through the commercials uh, and that's where they pretty much put the education part as hey you want to learn how to do this build well tips and tricks go to uh, the our Lego Masters YouTube page or YouTube channel and uh, yeah on their YouTube channel that's where you'll see all that but so they're they're trying to do a lot of things in just forty minutes, and I think maybe it'd be best to just simple that down to just I I would have liked it if it was just 
the just learning more about the the uh, competitors and their builds, and then uh, at the end, that's when we'll get Will Arnett and the judges and everything. Or maybe you know the judges they'll come in, but the audience they don't have to see them going in and and uh, like like we could have had this thing where uh, one one team. Uh, they were like, okay, we have this build, and then uh, halfway in, when the judges say, hey, no, you gotta change it, then they're like, well, we just got word back from the judges, they weren't happy about our build, so we were having to start over, and we're having to stress out. Like, I don't really need to see the scene where the judges are actually telling them that their builds suck, or that their builds aren't great. I don't know, I mean... It's fine. I, it's just that that does take up some time, and I would I like don't that. Mind yeah, that so much. Um, you know, when the judges give constructive criticism. Yeah, it, it, I find it interesting that, it, from what I've watched so far, the first two full episodes, no one has listened to them and made a change, uh, except for the, the the two ladies in the very first episode who changed their entire plan, went from ducks to something else. But uh, for the most part, they aren't listening, and it does hurt them in the end. Um, when they when it actually comes down to it, it's like, you know, we told you, and you didn't listen. But, you know, I, yeah, I can also see how it would be very hard to change halfway through. What I'd like to see is more of the, the technical aspect of it, of how they're doing this. You know, tell me what principles you're using to build this, this amazing thing that you've built. And I'd like to see more of that rather than long scenes of a team fighting with each other. There's the one team, the guy with the shaved head on the side. Uh, oh, you might actually, and the girl, yeah, 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 who who just fight constantly, and it's like, uh, nah, I don't, I'm not interested in that. Tell me how what you're doing. Tell me how you're making this work. I'd be more interested in that. But that's me. I'm not a reality TV fan. Yeah, I've gone on, but I have to say that I'm really happy this show. I'm, I'm in this confusing confliction where I'm happy the show exists and it's working for its fans. I'm just not one of them. And, yeah, and I, I, it's it's a reality show. It's a genre I don't really care for, but I have enjoyed watching it. It has been fun. Yeah, um, it wasn't I that I hated watch watching through, it. I will probably watch through the rest of this season, but I don't know if I'll turn in for another season unless, you know, Somebody else I know ends up being on Lego Masters, because uh, that's the real attraction to me. But it, it is, as far as reality shows go, it's very entertaining, it's very good, and seeing the stuff that these people build is just amazing. Yeah, um, I I don't think I'll continue watching the, uh, the last four episodes unless I'm you know either Kenny wants to watch or Crystal's like hey you want to watch this I'll be like hey you want oh sure um but yeah for the most part I'm just because I, I have so much to cover I just kind of this is not really a priority for me uh, I will probably watch them to root for Crystal yeah no I'm I'm hoping Crystal well actually the thing is I'm I'm always hoping Crystal for even greater success, but I'm even happy even if she doesn't win because this show did so much for her, and that's really good enough. Like that's the thing is uh, a lot of pe- even people who lose like they always feel very like they still won anyway, and I think yeah you don't have the 
hundred million or the hundred thousand dollars, but there's still the fact that you're live on national television and people got to see you uh, and your art. Yeah, that was really nice with the father and son. Well, that's uh, with all the teams. When they went off. Yeah. When when they went off, the father was just like, this is the biggest thing I've ever been a part of. I won when I walked in, just being here. And just that they're so happy just to have been part of the experience. And that was really nice. Yeah, so, I mean... Whether or not uh, that's the thing is, I'm not, not concerned with that as much as the fact that I'm mean, not concerned that the fact that they that all of them were on and uh, you know got that um, you know got that awareness that they received and that's really happy enough for me and I I could just stop now and just notice that you know they they all won uh, I mean yeah one's gonna win the the money but I feel like that's you're you still kind of won regardless if you want you know quote unquote you got the trophy and everything but i uh yeah so i mean for other people it'll be a good watch uh and yeah i mean i don't when i talk about the judges i'm not saying that you know i don't like that they give constructor criticism i mean heck that's what you know, I've done, that's what we even done last episode, uh, with a, uh, John Henry movie, but it's just that, like, the, this show promotes itself as being a feel-good, and there, there is just some confliction, again, with the, the drama that it's like, okay, is this, is this a feel-good story, or are we gonna kind of be, uh, you know, drama reality, but just most of all, I just don't really know these people, and... Uh, unless I see them again somehow, not on television, or or maybe on television, and you kind of get more in depth of them, I'm just kind of like, I will probably forget these contestants uh, weeks later. Um, aside from yeah, of course, the the team that has someone I know. Um, and yeah, I just, I think it's a highly decent watch, but I think a lot of people, they'll have a great time. And that's the thing is I, I'm just happy that people are enjoying it, that someone's enjoying it. And I get there's a group of people who don't, but the fact that there are people who do, that's, uh, that is really great. And that that's where I'm kind of ending this on a happy note, even though I'll have to say it's, yeah, it's a high decent, um, now, I will say, maybe next season, I, I would think it would be cool to open up to kids if you're going to do a season two. Because, I mean, even though we should show that, yes, adults play with Legos, I mean, the kids were there for, first, and I don't believe there aren't any uh, talented master builders, or, or what do you call them, Lego builders or master builders. I, I have a feeling there's some talented uh, Lego artists out there who could have? Who could really be a great competition to the contestants we have here? And I hope they do consider them if they were going to do a second season. Just maybe, just do kids versus adults, or pair them a kid and adult together. Like that, I think is a great idea. Pair a kid and adult together, and uh, have all the teams be split like that. Maybe uh, father sons, mothers daughters, you know, any mix thereof. Um, that would be really interesting, I think. 
Yeah, because that, that's what the UK version did. So it's it was... Even though I'm not disgusted or creeped out that there are adults playing with Legos, because, I mean, I, I was playing... I'm an adult, and I was playing with Legos a few months ago, but... And, and, well, actually, no, I was playing with Legos last week. Sorry, I, I'm talking about regarding this show and everything. Uh, well, well, anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, adults play with Legos, but so do kids. And we cannot forget that they still... Uh, Legos still are is still heavily populated by a young audience, and I mean this this show is aimed at a young audience. So I, I mean, I I, I mean I, I don't mean that in in a bad way, but I mean like yeah, I don't these jokes are not for me, but there are people who probably laughed out loud at all of the the uh, pop culture references and everything. But it just that's not the type of humor I really uh, attach myself to, but. Again, I'm just really happy that it is working. This is a show that is doing right for the, its fans. I'm just not one of them. I'm into Legos, but not to that level. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Hi, Decent. Do you, do you have a rating or no? Uh, if I was going to rate it, uh, what, out of 1 to, one to 10? Uh, I'd probably give it a 7. Okay. That's fair enough. I, I think High Decent's almost around there, but anyway. That's what our thoughts about LEGO uh, Masters. And, uh, yeah, I, I had to... I actually had some more, uh, you know, comedic bits and more points to uh, point out, but we spent an hour trying to get this whole thing ready, so... Because I want to move to Michael Cross talking to Ford v. Ferrari, but, I mean, at least we got through everything. Um, let's see. Oh, you want... Know actually, I should say this, so... I wrote down that Will or Ned's jokes. I didn't this thing is there weren't a lot of times where I mean I, I wasn't laughing, but there weren't any time where I was like uh you know, I, I was I was uh uh annoyed with Will or Ned. I just I do think the his jokes need to be either punched up a bit or just reduced so we can focus more on the teams. But I mean that's just me. Again, I, uh, some people really love that, and that's fine. I will fair. Uh, well, I almost called him Will Ferrell. I mean, Will Arnett. He's a hilarious guy. Uh, I mean, from his other, I mean, all his other credentials, and I always look forward to things he's in. I'm, I'm not hating on Will Arnett, but I just don't think the, 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 uh, you know, the, the script he's working with, I don't think is, uh, you know, particularly. Uh, hilarious, but that is just me. I might be in the minority, and that's fine. But I will say, is the jokes remind me of say you take uh, your you uh, were to invite your parents over to uh, hang out with your friends, and your parents are like, "Oh, look at the, look at my sport here." You know, he was actually a real troublemaker. Just kidding, he's a sweet kid. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm dead, all right, all right, get out of here. That's not what my parents are like. I'm I'm, I'm being hypothetical here, but anyway, yeah, so that, that's all we have to say. Let's move on <laughs> to uh, Ford v. Ferrari. Well, Michael Cross's love for Ford v. Ferrari, because he really wanted to talk about Ford v. Ferrari. How long have we known each other, Ken? I ever break a promise to you? I will put you in the driver's seat at Le Mans. 
You just shut your mouth and let me do my thing. All right. Morning, Shelby. Morning, Molly. Up yours. I'll go to hell. the 24 hours of Le Mans for the fifth consecutive year. Mr. Ford, Ferrari has a message for you, sir. What did he say? He said Ford makes ugly little cars in ugly factories. And, uh, called you fat, sir. We're gonna bury Ferrari at Le Mans. Yeah. I really enjoy... Have, have you seen the film? Yes, I have seen the film. I think it was on my top ten. Yeah, and I just loved this movie, um... I, I don't think it got enough exposure as it should have, because I don't know a lot of people who've actually seen it. Uh, you know, some of the real movie buffs, but it got nominated for Best Picture. Incredible film, and the story is just really intriguing. Now, historically, they've condensed some things and changed a few things to make it more dramatic, but overall, they really caught the actual, you know, what was going on there in the 60s with road racing between Ford and Ferrari. And the, the race scenes are not CGI. Those are real cars. Now, they aren't actually Ford Daytonas because those are worth millions and millions of dollars. They're replicas. But it is actual cars driving on a track, racing each other, and the way they have filmed it is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I thought the... Uh, James Mangle is the director, and he was known uh, previously as... Uh, for uh, Logan, and actually, there's something coming up where he's supposedly directing the uh, last Indiana Jones movie, or the last one with Harrison Ford. And uh, you know, I guess based on this movie, how do you feel about that? I'd be, I'd be great. I think he's he's a great director. I love the way he set up shots, and visually, I thought the movie was stunning, incredible, and just emotionally, I thought it hit all the right notes. And like I said, I'm just a big fan of this film. I've watched it three times just because i really enjoy watching the story yeah no i was really invested in the story too and i i saw it with my mom when it was in theaters actually i think it did do well in the theaters it stayed on the uh the uh uh top box office for a couple of weeks yeah, yeah I think it, so. it, did, it did well for when it yeah. came out and such like that but it wasn't you know big big, big no it, I, it wasn't it wasn't office. it wasn't like yeah no i i, I mean it is a, it, I mean, I wouldn't say independent film, but it is still kind of on a, uh, you know, on a smaller budget and uh, uh, taking place, I think, in Texas. And you had, uh, it, it actually was, I like that James Mangold, he's gotten sort of a Western feel to his films, at least going by Logan and uh, Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, he was able to kind of have two different takes on a, uh, on a Western story, one for just Western survival road trip and then one just uh you know these really nasty corporations trying to you know one-up each other while uh these two best friends are having to take the hit and yeah it, it was it was heartbreaking near the end uh and i yeah i left out really having a lot of fun but also just kind of feeling bad for the people who helped made uh ford a success um, and just it, it kind of had everything I said uh, or I have uh, about corporations and, you know, how they kind of treat people. But 
I mean, you, you look past all that, it's also just, uh, you know, some sort of, like, uh, a brotherhood be- uh, between Matt Damon and Christopher Nolan's character. Christopher Nolan, again, disguising himself uh, in everything and being barely recognizable. Um, Matt Damon doing a uh, southern accent. I mean, you can tell it's Matt Damon, but he's still great. And, and he's playing Carol Shelby, who is a yeah. icon in racing. Uh, the Shelby Cobra, the Shelby Mustang. And he was quite the salesman. And this that whole, yeah, the the tension between him and Ford is it's like, yeah, we want to win. <laughs> and, it's, and Ford wanting to take control. And it's like, no, we know what we're doing. Leave us alone. Uh, it, it was just a great story about the you know, the the underdog fighting because beating Ferrari uh, in the '60s Le Mans, Ferrari won '61 through '65, and then yeah. Ford won '66 through '69. They just took over, which was unheard of. Ferrari was the race guys because they poured all of their money into it. Yeah, I mean. I, uh, uh, there was a lot of uh, history on uh, cars that I would, don't really know about, but my dad is the vice president of uh, one of the car insurance companies, and I, I've, I mean, I've watched a lot of the, uh, of the car commercial uh, around Ford, uh, Ferrari, actually, Honda, I, I think it was Honda, or Hyundai? Um, Hyundai. Hyundai, yeah. Uh, just all the big companies with their various uh, commercials. I'm wondering, okay, what... I, I do get curious about all these big car companies. Like, what is the story behind it? Especially with the uh, vehicle industry. Uh, I think some uh, companies have shut down. Uh, uh, or at least uh, car sales has gone down uh, in recent years. Or maybe this was an old uh, statistic, but... It, it was it was interesting seeing the history behind it just back in I think 1960s and it was uh, yeah it was a it was just a really beautiful film and uh, and a really fun film too there was a lot of great humor going on and I just had a great time watching it uh, throughout and it was yeah that's just kind of why it was on uh, my favorites is that uh, I just had a really nice time with it just throughout even even in the things that were very uh, heartbreaking they were very sad like I just I felt like that there was there was some sort of a happy ending going on uh, despite everything that's happened which I don't want to say what the ending is because even though the movie's been out for a while it's out on DVD or in uh, Blu-ray and digital and everything I mean yeah there's always those people who have never seen it and so um, is there anything else you would like to uh, talk about it regarding the well, movie? And of course, yeah, like I said, it, it is you know based on historical facts. So it's like, yeah, I remember that going on as a kid. <clears throat> My father was kind of a race fan, so watched a lot of that, and so it was kind of cool to see again. But done really well. Um, I kind of compare it to Apollo thirteen, which I remember watching Apollo thirteen in the movies the first time. I knew the astronauts came home. I remembered watching it live. And still, I'm on the edge of my seat. And I'm on the edge of my seat every time I watch that movie because it is made so well. And this was the same way. It's like, yeah, I know Ford wins this race. But 
I'm still on the edge of my seat even knowing that. You know, what's going to happen here? It's just really well done. Yeah. Um, I have seen... I've seen... I don't know if I've seen car races, but I've seen dog races. If that makes sense. There have been yeah. a... Uh, yeah, there was a dog race in uh, Wisconsin, and uh, we actually would just hang out around the back, uh, and I think eat like nachos and everything. But yeah, I, I haven't I've seen an actual race. Oh wait, you know what? There was those um, cart racing uh, areas uh, out in the. Uh, there was one out in Texas, or there's plenty out in Texas, but there was one out in, I don't, I think it was in uh, Florida that we went to, but, and that was uh, an experience just kind of driving on the go, on the uh, go-kart, uh, I mean, because, well, I grew up playing Mario Kart, so it was, it was a, it was a surreal experience uh, for me as a 10-year-old uh, going on that, uh, well, I mean, I wasn't driving it, but, you know, on the passenger seat of some sort. But, yeah, no, I, 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 like, immediately when I came out, I loved the film, and I just looked at James Mangold, like, yeah, he's a, he's a director of Force to be Reckoned With, like, I'm just excited for his next film, which is, I guess it's gonna be Indy 5, which, that could be something to do a Western, cause he, I mean, he's done Western styles with his last two films, and not saying that, you know, you should do that for all of his movies, but... You could do something. You could make a western out of, uh, you know, an old indie, uh, if you wanted to. And, and the indie films definitely have western elements in them. You know, we've seen him horse riding. We've seen, you know, the showdown, uh, you know, gunfight sort of thing. Well, they turned it on its head, and it's just like you know, the whip and the knife and everything. But just incredible. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm really curious to know what he's going to do. I mean, he's, now he is working with Lucasfilm, so I don't know how much creative control he does have, but I, I do, I do hope they do give him all that and allow him to kind of uh, work his magic of what he's done with uh, Logan and uh, Ford v. Ferrari and kind of make a, an excellent uh, finale to uh, Indiana Jones because uh, that that would be in a really interesting setting off for Harrison Ford. He's getting older by the minute, but he's really he's really excited to just go back into being indie for one last time. And I I mean I hope all that comes together. But I mean it's early. We're likely not going to be seeing this film for probably I think two more years or so. Uh, I mean they they start shooting I think in the summer, so. It's it's going to be a while before we see this uh, new Indiana Jones film, but I mean James Mangold he is he is an excellent director and these last two films really show. I mean it makes me curious about the films he's made before Logan and um, but yeah I'm I've been he's a director I've just been loving his work as he's uh, coming up and just being more. No, and I'm glad that Ford v Ferrari. I think it won an Oscar, did it? Or I don't remember. Um, yeah, well, it, it didn't win Best Picture. I don't really know if it picked up anything. I else. think it did. I it won something. I think it won like uh, I remember it won one award. 
because uh, Ford v Ferrari, it was actually uh, up for multiple things. Yeah, and mostly technical achievements, as I recall. Yes, I think it was. Uh, it was either cinematography or technical. Uh, it won something, and I'm glad it did. And uh, it won film editing. Okay, film edit. Well, I which mean, it, it certainly deserved. Yeah, because it's edited beautifully, especially. Uh, just those race scenes are just so incredible, and they really draw you into it and put you on the edge of your seat through those entire races. Oh yeah, I was on the edge of my seat uh, during the, when we went to, when we into that uh, final race, and before that, I was just still just interested in the characters and just seeing how they were going to get out of this, and I was just hoping for the best of these two. But which I mean, this is based off of a real story, which from also uh, from what I've heard is that the real story this movie is actually pretty accurate to uh there are a few things that they kind of condense the timeline on okay but for the most part yes it's very very accurate uh the, the selling of ferrari to fiat and stuff it didn't happen that quick but it still it, it makes it more drama to put it all together like that and the basic truth is yes ferrari used ford to bump up the price for fiat even though it didn't happen like exactly in the same room at the same time, but that was more dramatic for the movie. Okay, well, for the most part, which that's not that. I mean, we've gotten a lot of uh, biopics that have not been uh, totally accurate, or but this is great that he actually went and did it. Did or uh, uh, told the story as it was, and well, I mean, yeah, dramatizing it for film but uh, nonetheless he didn't he didn't like make a completely he didn't basically just fantasize the story he actually exactly. wanted yeah and that, that's something that uh a lot of these uh, biopics have been doing and which this one has not and uh yeah james mangle he's just a great director but i'm i'm just you know i i love ford Ferrari, but mostly i'm just really looking forward to his next film which apparently is indy 5 so as am I, because uh, I enjoyed Indy 4. I'm, I'm in a minority on that. I thought it was great. I, and I just love seeing Indy on the screen. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't... I, I, I have seen worse. I'll just say that. Um, I don't... I, but I do think that... Because some people are upset that uh, he... That Sp St uh, Steven Spielberg is not directing and it's him instead... I think it's probably in this in this case with Harrison Ford being as old as he is, and just seeing with uh, what uh, Steven Spielberg has been doing with uh, fancy or not fancy, but you know, fictional uh, action adventure stories. Because uh, Steven Spielberg, for the most part, he's just been doing uh, you know war drama uh, biopics. And I think that's just the type of direction he wants to go. So I just feel like it's maybe best for James Mangold. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't even know how things are going to come together. But I'm just really eager for it. Oh, as am I. No doubt. But yeah, Ford Ferrari, I can't give it enough thumbs up. Yeah, go watch it. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Even if you aren't a racing fan, I think you would enjoy this film. Okay. All right, well, that's what we have for Ford vs. Ferrari and for the rest of the show because, well, you know, I, I don't have to repeat that, what we went through the beginning. Uh, otherwise, 
Actually, no, I think we covered everything except for, well, uh, Parasite, which I'm just going to save for Cody and Justin because they both seen it. So we can talk about the uh, positive and negative. Uh, and I don't mean by negative, like, okay, bad things, but, you know, we have to talk about Donald Trump. <laughs> he came out kind of, uh, well, uh, talking about, yeah, why do we have gone the way, why, why not gone the win or got uh was it gone with the win uh one best picture instead because uh yeah well we'll save that for next week but i mean <laughs> still had a really great time with you uh michael and had a lot of fun talking about our technical issues lego masters and of course ford v ferrari i had a blast myself as always so our wrap-up is uh lego masters not our cup of tea, but does look like an enjoyable. It is, is an enjoyable show. Okay. Yeah. And so, if you like reality TV, and you like Legos, it. that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Do you have anything, or do we just? I am just all thumbs thumbs up, and think it's just a great film. Yeah. Same with me. All right. Now we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we had a great time, but now is time to say goodbye, and then next episode. Yeah, I'll be back with uh, uh, Cody and uh, Justin. Why, why am I forgetting their names? Like, <laughs> who are they? No. Uh, onward. I think Emma in The Way Back. We'll see what the other films are, but that'll be for next week. And then back with Michael again with uh, crazy stories of Alcon and uh, Elvira at Alcon and, and our ho- in uh, my hotel room, which... Details will come as we get closer to that, and you know, back and forth. So, both taking. And just for the listeners, what is the schedule? Uh, uh, Variety Pond is once a month. Uh, Variety Pond, I will actually be doing twice a month and twice a month for the Pond Theater. Uh, that way, we can have an upload every week. So next week is going to be the pond theater and the week after is going to be the variety pond and we're going to go back to the pond theater and then the variety pond again uh and any of the extensional things like any uh video game coverage unless i find a guest to do a uh or the video game version uh then these are just something i'm gonna have to stick with and just write for now which you know i've written some game reviews throughout the week and uh and also uh, my review for uh, Gun Guns uh, Kimbu and uh, all the right places, and that is on Pondspress slash or dot wordspress dot com Pondspress dot wordspress dot com for all of my written content. And yes, that is what the schedule will be. It'll be flipping back and forth, so we'll see Michael again. During all con, and then at the last week. Oh wait, there's one more thing I'm gonna do is. Uh, I forgot to mention when talking about diversity, I'm also going to be doing uh, interviews with all my uh, creative and talented friends, and I'm going to not have those be uh, weekly uploads, but just whenever I can bring those out. But I'm going to be doing uh, quite a few interviews of uh, talented uh, creative friends of different backgrounds uh, at Alcon and at other places too. But starting with Alcon, so that'll be another great thing to upload onto SoundCloud slash Ponspress or SoundCloud.com slash Ponspress. So, yep. And uh, before we exit, I'll tell you about the other two places to reach or the other couple places to reach me. And that's uh, uh, Facebook, 
dot uh, or slash Pons Press, Instagram slash Pons Press, at Twitter at ChasePons64, and my email is philox76 at gmail.com, P H I L O K 76 at gmail.com. I will pretty much put up the schedule. Uh, on, I think I'm going to do it on Facebook. I'll put up the schedule uh, soon after I have this whole thing uploaded. But in the meantime, where can they find Michael? You can find me on Facebook, Michael Cross. Uh, if you type in Alfred, you usually find me too. Uh, and uh, my email, batcomputer2 at yahoo.com. That's batcomputer as in to the batcomputer, Robin, and the number two. All right. Well, now it's time to go. Well, see you later.